Oh, sorry, I had to set the, set the guitar down. Um, welcome everybody to Broken Campfire. I'm your host. Uh, welcome, Andy. I'm joined by everybody tonight except Greg. What's up, John Flask and Vito? What's up? Nothing. I look to the stars and wonder where my brother host? Greg is. Yeah, I buried you know, Greg. I, I didn't, I didn't get no any. I didn't get any specific word from him, but there's apparently some noise going on in his house. He didn't want to disrupt the pod. Um, I just have to assume it's illegal, whatever's going on. But I, yeah, I don't know. He's not going to listen to this, so we can just say the most heinous things. What would be the worst thing? That ha- you know what? Let's not go there. Not at the start of our video game podcast. Baby Battle Royale. Yeah, I'm going to leave it at that. Baby Battle Royale for sure. That's that's pretty good, yeah. yeah. That's that's tastefully dark. All Greg right. stinks. Oh, stinky, 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 Greg. All right, uh, all right. <laughs> We're gonna just hop straight into the roundtable. I haven't been around video games for a while, so I'm excited to hear what my friends have been up to these last couple of weeks. Uh, so what's uh, what what's what's hit the top of the list, Vito? Why'd you even sit uh, down at this table, man? How did you survive not being around video games for so long? What did you do? You watched uh, Shark Shark Tank, I'm assuming? Uh, Dude, I've already watched all of Shark Tank. I, uh... Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of it, I was just busy. So a lot of it was just me being busy. A lot of it was just me fucking around the internet, Reddit, Discord, whatever. Um, I, show-wise, I did just kind of have Seinfeld going most of the time, because that's a good comfort show. Seen it a thousand times. Me too. Me too. I'm watching through all Seinfeld. I might have mentioned that on a previous podcast. Um, I think I've seen it, it always... all once. Yeah, it I've seen like, it like all. A background. Well, I think it was, it was like a background show for me too. So I'm sure there's you know episodes I missed in between there. Maybe I'll go back and, and watch. It's on it. Netflix now. Uh, yeah, it's on first Netflix. season is uh, is pretty dated. You know, it was on lie. Hulu when I when I watched it, but that was I mean that was over like uh, three four years ago. Right. Yeah, I mean that when I was a kid, when I was a young kid growing up, that was one of the shows that was just always well, on. I mean, part of the New York, you know. You got yeah, it's, it's mandatory viewing. Actually, they make you watch right. that in school. It's a documentary it's on what it's, like to, what it's like to live in in the city. Right. Uh, yeah. Black and white cookies. I I will. Yeah. I usually well, you know, I try to catch a few episodes if I ever go to New York. I try to catch one in the flight or two just to get a refresher. Course. Yeah, just to get in the in the. In the, in the zone. Yeah. In the, in and the it makes York, sense uh, because, like, half the episodes are about rats and the other half are about water. That's not true. Have you even seen a single episode of Seinfeld? None of them are about water or rats. And now you're pissing me off, actually. And this is my rat table. <laughs> All right, but they should have been, though. All right. There's got to be at least one about rats. What season are you on? That's not I'm on, well, that's I'm on season inaccurate. six. Like I said, I've watched these all before at some point in my life. Oh, yeah. I'm, you just I'm watching through them sequentially now. You haven't gotten back to season six episode. Or, yeah, season six, episode 12, The Rat Room. And trust me, it gets it gets weird, but the rest of the show is, yeah. is pretty much that. You see, oh, yeah. isn't, that uh, isn't that the reason people didn't like the finale? They just like... Uh, well, a- actually, that's they the crazy thing about it. They replaced all the actors it. with rats. You're you're thinking about everything up to the finale, and the reason why people didn't like the finale was they went back for an episode. Oh, but by and they then, put the real actors back in. By then, people had grown so accustomed to the rat. Yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, you know what? Yeah. I think I might have blocked it from my mind, but now I'm remembering an episode where uh, George gets into a car accident and he can't pay the guy, so the judge forces uh, <laughs> George uh, to put like that tube against his stomach full of rats, and then what they the eat fuck? through his, his belly button. Oh, he got me. Yeah. You close the other end of the tube, and well, he was describing like a real thing only, for like it's only half one way of out, that. you know. And people are legally allowed to come up with him to him with a lighter and just make the All rats right. go crazy. Oh, right, that's the thing. You got to light. Yeah, that's illegal. You know, Vino. <laughs> I'm going to kind of steal your roundtable just a little bit. I, You know, since all I've been doing is Seinfeld, it's been my mind. And I felt like I kind of wanted to test you a little bit. So I got just a few oh. onion questions prepared for you, Vio. A quick trivia lightning round. Okay. I, I, and I call, I call them onion questions because, baby, these got layers. All right. And it, it's a good uh, starting point for some fun trivia. All right. I feel like I'm already at disadvantage because I'm not a good test taker. But go on. Hey. Go ahead. I don't. Hey. If you get any of these, I'm going to be impressed because I don't expect you. I expect I you to know one of these. Ones. All right. I, I expect you to know one of these. I'll probably remember one of these from uh, second grade Seinfeld class. What was uh, Kramer's original name in the pilot? Oh. I, they it's, gave a, it's said they gave aloud, a, but it's, a first it's only name? in episode one. No, 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 no. I think by now you know what his first name is. but Yeah, I in do. Epi- I, in episode one, he is not called Kramer. He's called something similar. Oh Jesus! I didn't even know that. No, Crame Dog. I can't. Uh, I can't answer that. What is it? Uh, uh he's called Kessler, which, uh, funny enough, in the pilot episode—not the actual pilot, but where they're pitching the pilot—the uh, fake actor who would play Kramer in the pilot is named yeah. Kessler. So that's like a callback to that. That's funny. Now no, I did. I didn't remember on. that. Now that. You know, it's an onion question, so I'm going to peel back a layer. Do you know why it wasn't Kramer? Uh, no. No, why it was one Kramer. Of the, one of the cast members named Kramer or something? Or, oh, the actual person's name that it's based off of? Is their name Kramer? Yeah. So the actual person was <clears throat> Kenny, Kenny Kramer, uh, and he was Larry David's roommate. And Larry David worried that if the show got successful, that Kramer... Uh, would take advantage of it, and that actually did happen because uh, did, Kramer right? ended up go- going on a bus tour, uh, like selling shit from the show, and he called it the Real Kramer Tour. Like, hey guys, I'm the Real Kramer. Oh, I thought was- that it was worse. I thought maybe there was some litigation or something. Well, that that's coming up. Oh, uh, there was no litigation, but uh, uh, funny enough, even that was then parried in in Seinfeld. I don't think it's an episode you've seen yet, but eventually. Uh, Seinfeld and Kramer goes on a fake tour uh, like that. Uh, so <laughs> it's kind of like a funny recursive thing. That was question one. Now, you did all right. All right you, well, you got part of it. Question. Now, now, here, similar, but question two. This one's got layers, too. Who is the inspiration for George's personality? Now, you should know this one. Larry David. All right. Now, <clears throat> you got that right. But... Funny enough, Jason Alexander didn't know that at first. Who did Jason Alexander originally think he was playing? Think the character was based off of. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Jason Alexander went in playing a certain character. No, no. It was Woody Allen. He thought he was playing a character based off of Woody Allen. Yes, and then and then after like actually working with Larry David, he realized he was based more off Larry David and started playing closer to that. 
<laughs> That's funny. Was Larry David friends with Woody Allen? Or Woody Allen no. was just a popular I mean, maybe. I mean, <clears throat> just that neurotic yeah. characterization, I guess, made him think yeah, Woody right. Allen. And, and in fact, I think the glasses are based off of Woody Allen, is why Jason Alexander suggested that George wear the glasses he does. I always like right, watching so the, the uh, interviews with Jason Alexander because he's very. Oh, uh, he's great. He's great, but he's he he doesn't take shit. I mean, he's like a traditional, traditionally taught actor. Yeah. I remember watching an interview where I guess in one of the earlier episodes he wasn't going to be in it, and it was the first episode that he wasn't in, and he yeah, season told three, Larry, the pen. Is this was this a trivia question as well? No, no, but that, oh, okay. no, but that is, that is, that is a, a real fact. He was not in this episode, and neither was Kramer, I believe. But he blew up on Larry David, I think. He said, I'm not going to be on the show. He said, you want me for the show? I, I need to be in every episode. Yeah, always. See, I, I could thought be doing the when I heard things. that. I was like, what a whiny little baby. <laughs> I, I think, I think what he said... Seinfeld. They didn't call yeah. whatever the fuck his character's name is. Well, Even you know, I do think he's a better character than Seinfeld. He's a fantastic. Yeah, he's a great character. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't get me wrong. Yeah, I, don't, I don't like him, but like, apparently, he's a he's a noted a notable Broadway actor. I, I don't know what I'm talking about. He's a he's a theater actor, and he's he, apparently he comes from. Yeah, they're a bunch of know. weirdos, dude. It's acting. I, I think so uh, seriously, bro. Well, I, I I think he just yeah he was just taking it seriously, and you know, I I guess I could see both sides because like on his on his side, I do respect that. He was getting on a show that was growing in popularity, and he was trying to protect himself. You know what I mean? Like he was, yeah. he, he was not willing to to be written out of the show, unless he was being written out. You know what I mean? He didn't want to be held on. Look, it was a very uh, George Costanza move of him. It was a big. Anyway, bet. The, <laughs> the litigation that I was going to refer to George Costanza's character name is also based on a real person, though they don't share anything in personality. And I can't quite remember what it was. It was George something. Um, and, uh, the person ended up trying to sue Larry David and Seinfeld for a hundred million dollars for, uh, falsely using his name. And I believe the case was thrown out of court because the guy didn't file it in enough time after the pilot aired. Sucks um, for that guy, I guess. All right. George, all right last place. question. Give me another, uh, layer, another onion. Last question. <clears throat> What was the elevator pitch for Seinfeld? It's a show about nothing. Incorrect. <laughs> uh, Funny, and, and actually, that that was what people would always say when that episode aired, when they were talking I, about... I know <clears throat> that that's from the, the show, though. And people say that about the show, but it's it's a thing from the show itself. Well, because the right. show that they pitched, but but people thought meta... that like they were trying to be like self self referential yeah. and meta, but it's not. Quite as much as you think. Uh, Seinfeld once said in like a Reddit AMA or something that one of his biggest surprises from the show was people thinking bad about that episode because that is not how he and Larry David saw the show at all. <laughs> uh, well, the show you know is what absolutely they, about nothing. But yeah, go on. What's what the correct answer? Well, no, I actually their premise is, does make more sense. The show is about how a stand-up comedian gets his material. They were both stand-up uh, comedians. They yeah. wanted to make a show about how he gets his material, and that's why. And that At makes sense. The, the first, the most episode, of the show book, uh, bookends. It bookends it with stand up. You start with stand up and you end with stand up. Most yeah. episodes, and it's always referencing something in the episode. You don't know quite what yeah. until you watch it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it makes sense. Peeling back a layer. Do you know what its original name was? Given that premise, the comedian. 
It was called Stand Up. Yeah. Now I, don't, I think it was called The Comedian. When the show was actually ordered, though, before it was named Seinfeld, it had an intermediate name between Stand Up and Seinfeld. You know what that is? It's not The Comedian. Don't guess that. Scorpion. Uh, I'll go with Scorpion. Scorpion? It, it was Good News, Bad News. That's not even close. That's not close mm. to Scorpion. And some other related fun facts. The original episode was ordered as a 90-minute pilot. Uh, or 90-minute, like, TV movie special thing. Um, eventually, Larry and uh, Jerry uh, uh, convinced the network that it would work better in a 22-minute format. People really did not watch the pilot or like it that much, but critics liked it, causing one of the executive producers of the show to put his own money into getting a, sm- a short run made. That's why the first season is only five or six episodes long. Uh, and people caught on eventually, and, you know, it became... Uh, still the biggest or the best sitcom of all time, I guess, by ratings and numbers, whatever. Biggest sitcom of all time, maybe. And I think it may even still be the most popular show in syndication. Though, that's kind of a weird number in today's era without so much cable and whatnot. Mm. Some other yeah, fun, another fun fact related to that is that Larry David really just wanted to write the pilot and then move on and go back to stand-up. Uh, and he had to be convinced to write four more episodes for season one by Jerry. And famously, Larry David quit every season, but huh. always came back um, until season seven, where um, that was his last season. He quit the what show for goof. good. Seasons eight or nine were made by what Jerry. What did he go on to do immediately after? I know eventually. Um, I think geez. he did stand up or he just re- retired. I don't know. Or no, he was he was writing Curb. some movie actually. Yeah, I know um, he did Curb eventually, but I don't. I I can't remember what it was, but he was writing some movie. But he was just okay. ready to move on from Seinfeld. But he was always doing some writing writing work here and there. Anyway, that's that's my Seinfeld minute, that's guys. My, uh, we've got a firm foothold in the zeitgeist with our uh, fifteen minute Seinfeld trivia intro to our video game podcast. Hey, we like to cover what's <laughs> trending, you know? Yeah, I mean. I mean uh, Seinfeld's trending on the on the Netflix right now. So you, know, you follow new. the numbers. Yeah, it's hey. it's actually I think I heard, I read it's Netflix's number one uh, grossing show of all time, like fucking some billions of dollars. Everyone keeps talking about it. Um, like well, this deal has been. I remember Seinfeld this deal being made something. two or three years ago. Like it was it was announced a while a long time ago that Seinfeld would be coming to Netflix and exclusively Netflix. Yeah, I mean it is the it is the biggest thing on Netflix right now. I wonder how that like competed I, with The Office. Like I don't think anybody's talking about Netflix. anything else. Well, that that was basically my roundtable because because really all I all I did did was watch Seinfeld. Well, I mean, it was this, Vito's more... roundtable. Yes. Nah, I, I know what he's saying. I, I, mean, well, oh, yeah. I, got a, I got a couple more little things to say about games later on, but go on, Vito. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, beat. Disco Elysium, finally. That was a couple weeks ago. Or I guess it was probably immediately after the last pod. And then we took a break for a week. You actually beat that game? Dude, that was a joke. <laughs> Wait, what? Sucks, dude. You guys never played it? You read all the text this whole time? Yeah, it was a lot of oh reading. Oh my god. I'm proud of How you. How embarrassing. I wouldn't have done that, to be clear. 
Spoilers for Disco Elysium until 2345. Could this be the last time I have to say that? Uh, yeah, I, I uh, enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, I don't really know. There's so much to talk about. I don't know. Where do I ask me questions or something? What do I? What do I say? All about right. Disco How did you feel about the ending? And and by the ending, let's 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 walk back. Like we're talking about the shootout to the very end. And we're talking uh, full spoilers, everybody. And we've done this multiple times now, but uh. Uh yeah, the shootout was a uh, was a really cool uh scene. Um another one of those scenes that just made me feel bad like I suck at the game because I guess you're, yeah, you're... you didn't do the greatest at it. No, nah, how many people died? Hey, uh, eight seven? eight people died. Just collateral okay. damage. Nobody important. AP seven people died on scene, but the game gave you an eight people number cuz I think it included Ruby who killed herself. Yeah. Uh, um, and by the way, Ruby, who killed herself because Vito egged her on and told her to kill herself. <laughs> yeah, um, Vito, I don't think I. I don't think I egged her on. I think I just did. I. I did. Well, yeah, no, no, the option to. was to like try and stop her or do nothing, and Vito just did nothing. Yeah. Well, I think I had a misconception about some of the. Well, I think uh, you checks. said you thought she would like chicken out. Uh, I thought that some, you know blood. this is this is one of the only RPGs where. Um, you can, like, you're not supposed to exhaust all dialogue options. Like, you can, there are negatives to saying things, and sometimes you don't realize it. So, maybe I, I was yeah. being a little, yeah. I, was, I was, I don't know if I was thinking too much, but, and I did that in the gunfight as well, where in the gunfight also, like, um, someone was about to shoot, and I had the option to, like, try to stop them, I think. It was, like, a red check, and I just didn't do that. Not because I didn't want to help just because I thought, well, first off, I know I'm going to fail this check. That was that was the thing. I had like 10% or less. So I was like, well, what if I just don't do that? Maybe some good will happen, actually. And that's not what happened in, in, in either of those. <laughs> so, uh, but, they, you know, I think that's how disco works. I don't think my, my reasoning was totally out of line. It would have been really embarrassing if you didn't miss the shot, though. So I, I get it. If you had missed that shot, what would have happened was your bullet would have tinked off his armor and the guy would have looked at you and said, do it again. And you would have had to Fuck. try the check again, but with even a lower percent chance of hitting and oh you would miss God. and you would miss. But I, I, I do actually. So I, one thing I noticed, and I don't know if it's just the number of people who get killed, but the tenor of the room changes based on how you do in that fight. Like if you do really well, people treat you like a hero. People talk, good good things about it. like i remember in my fight uh tight or pe people were still alive and i remember <clears throat> when i got shot uh titus was yelling the cop is down everybody surround him the cop is down shit like that like oh that's cool yeah yeah um and then yes yes i did save kim um that was cool and uh yeah i mean other than that I remember first coming across the the murderer or the yeah the the shooter finally finding them the deserter the deserter and, and my like immediate and very temporary reaction was like a little bit of disappointment that chasing down this person the entire game it turns out it's somebody I haven't met before you know 
Um, yeah. Like, like I was hoping it was somebody I'd met. Yeah, that, for sure. Like, uh, would have been a shocker. Would have been what? A, what a twist if it was. You know, I thought it was going to be Joyce. Um, that was like my bet at that point in the game. Um, just because I think she had access to that island. She had a boat. Maybe she wanted to start some sort of war. I don't know. But um, after the the whole very long conversation with the deserter, I was like amazed. I was like, this is incredible. Um, just the amount of character there was in that person. The amount of thought put yeah. into it, right? Yeah. And then it just, it just made sense um, that this kind of person, this relic of the war, would be responsible for all of this. And I thought it just tied things up really nicely. Um, and and I also, I, I do like that feeling of disappointment too, because I think that is yeah. intended, mm-hmm. be, you know, because like you, this the detectives are, the, yeah, if this was out of your hands and like the detectives, you know, no matter how well you did, people died, you know, you got hurt, like you didn't solve the case. So yeah, that there, there feeling no, of like depressiveness yeah. is disappointment, you know, it's supposed yeah, this, to be there. This wasn't like one person was not going to make a difference in this. This was, you know, history on unraveling right um but yeah i i love the ending and then when the uh cryptid shows up i mean yeah i was experiencing some uh some serious uh emotions there because that was just a really cool way to wrap that game up and the the way the cryptid is like both so like touching and mysterious while being detached you know he tells you to turn or turn turn away from the woman Nothing but ruin lies her way, or whatever he says. You know, right? It's, oh, uh, and in a in a right, it's like right there too. Where like on the big picture, at least the way I I interpreted and the way I thought about it is that, you know, the game does a lot of things with like existentialism and a lot of things with like absurdism, and like right there is kind of where all that meshes together. Just rat, yeah, and 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 has a voice to you. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like the most absur- it's like the most absurdist thing speaking directly to the experience of like you. You know what I mean? It, yeah. And it's such amazing that like there there's a game that is trying to do all those things and then does it well, you know, and it manages to be thoughtful and, and emotional like that. And yeah, no, what a way to end the game. I completely agree. Yeah, absolutely. Very, really touching game. And, you know, after all that, I, I think the last thing I told you guys about the game was kind of like I was getting over this initial just I just felt like I was being beat down left and right like I was making all the wrong choices like I was bad at the game but then uh I was I was coming off that when I last spoke to you guys I, I was starting to realize that the that that's kind of the natural progression of the game I think um and then the In way the game ways, finished yeah. the way the game finished I was like really happy with my uh my character and the choices I made and uh even though there is no sequel with these characters, like I, I, I looked forward to like the future of of uh, the detective and uh, Kim and the new uh, police yeah, team. Yeah, you got it. You got him on the force. Yeah, I don't think that's a given. I'm pretty sure if he hates you, he won't join. No, I feel like I did. I feel like I did a lot of good things in in the second half of uh, of the game. It was cool. I I, I was telling uh, I was telling you. That that game was incredible, um, and I would love to do a second playthrough and see. I know that there's just so many ways things could play out, um, but I I don't know when that next playthrough will be, if ever. Just because it's like you ever see like a movie. 
that oh no i i get you dude it'll it'll you know it'll sit and if you want to play it you'll feel it it's a very like you know i really you really have to to gear yourself up to play that game i did um no i had to take a break for a while too i mean i i knew i knew when i finished i was going to do a second playthrough but like i knew that i couldn't do it then and you know the the final cut came out like about 10-ish months after I finished the game, and that was the perfect time for me to do a second playthrough. It had been almost a year, you know, I'd been thinking about the game. Um, I don't know. You might never play it again, but that's fine. Yeah, like Flask has played this second. But I mean, yeah, I mean, it's a great game. It's a genuine treasure. Yeah. (laughs) I won't won't force it. We'll see what happens. Um, But yeah, so I, I beat that. That was in the same week that I finished the Outer Wilds DLC, which me and Flask spoke about. Um, so I was like, I had just beat like the two. I didn't just beat Outer Wilds; I beat the DLC. But I just com- I just completed like two just incredible, you know, top tier games. Wow. Definitely yeah, like my, my top five. Yeah, so it was a good week. And then also, I just I don't think I've really started. I've been searching for a game, so I played a couple demos, uh, but I haven't really settled on anything yet. Um, yeah. Other than that, I think I just want to mention really quick the um, a friend of mine introduced me to that show. Um, oh yeah, that, last, that was good. Yeah, the last drive-in with Joe Bob Briggs, which uh, I was watching on the Shutter app. Uh, I'm not really sure where else it's available, if if at all. But uh, I think yeah, it's, it's a Shutter exclusive. Uh, Shutter exclusive. Show. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I really, I really liked it. Just uh, for anybody, anybody's listening, there's two hosts. They introduce a uh, horror movie. They're all horror movies, and you know they open up with uh, 15 minutes or so, probably of banter and trivia uh, about the movie, and then you watch the movie. And there, there isn't commentary over the movie, but they will break um, as frequently as they feel necessary to kind of. Uh, introduce trivia about the scene you just watched, um, and I just I just thought it was just a really comfortable uh, way to watch like a horror movie. Uh, I like all the extra. Tri- I mean, there's like serious freaking trivia on like some real B movie. Like, I mean, there's there's it's not all B horror movies, but like I was surprised by the amount of knowledge they had on on some trash tier. Talking about <laughs> the script and whatnot, yeah, yeah, for sure. I yeah, mean, as far uh, as I know, I mean, he's been doing that, and I don't know if it's the same exact show, but he's been doing that for like twenty years since now, the nineties. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'd, I'd recommend if you like uh, if you're watching horror movies this month, check out the Last Drive-In with Joe Bob Briggs, the great, really great host. I think that's all, all right, I got. In the movie, in the movie we watched, to be clear, was a Terror Train. David Copperfield's only acting appearance. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was a good one. I enjoyed that. And then the night, be- the way I was introduced to it was uh, through Hack a Lantern, which is like a a horror movie made by two uh, guys from India who don't speak English, don't know uh, what Halloween is, and write uh, Bollywood movies. And they were trying to cash in on the. Uh, the slasher films made popular by Halloween. Um, I think like 10 years after Halloween came out too. So it's just, yeah, like I mean, it, it, it was uh, sold as Halloween on a train. We heard that more. No, than no, no, no. I, I'm talking about a different movie. Hack a lantern. But terror train was sold as was uh, also Halloween yeah. meets silver streak. Right. 
Uh, but yeah, check out check out the last drive-in. Games are check out Terra Train with some friends. Is all you got, Vito? Yep. All right, thanks, Vito. Let's move on over to Flask. What have you been doing? Howdy. Uh, well, I'll let someone else ignite the discussion on our big recent multiplayer venture. Um, I'll just talk about my single-player adventures. Right. Um, well, first of all, I want to say um, I read the classic, influential novel Dune by Frank Herbert. Uh, in, in preparation for the HBO release, which I believe was about an hour and a half ago. <laughs> well, oh, I'm really? going to see it in theaters. Yeah, yeah, it actually came out early. Um, it, it literally came out, I think, today at 6 p.m. on HBO Max. Yeah. I just had no idea when it was coming out. Um, yep, 22nd officially in theaters, 21st HBO Max. Uh, and I'm I'm most of the way through the second book, Dune Messiah. Um Good and book. uh yeah, so I've seen the the Lynch movie, the David Lynch movie that was made in like eighty four. Uh but I but I mean come on, it's it's everybody knows about that uh, how that adaptation kind of Yeah, and we all works. know that we all one. know about that one. We all uh, we could all recite <laughs> many things about that one. What about uh, Jodorowsky's Dune? I have seen the documentary Jodorowsky's Dune. Um, <laughs> all right. All right, good fair. Doc. Go ahead. Good doc. Uh, I, I actually just pulled Dune off my girlfriend's bookshelf. I was going to oh, start cool. it, but I'm also like, man, are this, you, is a, this is a thick boy. Are you it's trying to make boy. me angry, Vito? <laughs> what? <laughs> he doesn't even know if the aliens are real. Don't even, if you, I know, but there's, you know, there's, there's, there's no fucking way you're reading Dune. I, there's I aliens on it. There's I actual aliens in Dune. my life that you will not There's actual aliens in Slaughterhouse 5, Vito. All right, thanks for spoiling it, bro. <laughs> now, I don't, now I'm definitely not going to read it. You're never going to finish either book. I don't think I'm going to finish Dune. You know what? I'm going to curse you right now. You're never going to finish They're trapped Flamadorians, you ignorant no, fuck. book. Doesn't but matter anyway. what it is. Pamphlet, magazine, <laughs> brochure. You'll never finish any reading oh material God, again. I just, I just tweeted Kurt Vonnegut you and you're fucking dead. All right, I'm sorry, Flask. I don't, no, I don't mean sorry. to do all that. You, uh... I feel really I sorry for angry. you. All right, Dune. Good book. If I had that curse on me, I'd just uh, perish. I actually, uh, I have some faith in in uh, Denis Villeneuve. I think he's a director with vision. So I'm excited for uh, the movie. Anyway, I like I like Dune. I liked Dune. The, thank you for asking. I may not fully understand it or the sequel. Uh and if I do actually understand them more than I think, I may not like them as much as I think I do. But possessed of some level of ignorance, I like them more than I might otherwise. That's a uh, that's 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 a meta example of what ninety percent of the internal and external dialogue in the books are like. <laughs> sounds like a uh, sounds sounds so, sounds like. You still haven't learned that fear is the real enemy. I have learned that fear is the mind killer. Okay, they say it so many times. It's so, so obvious. Uh, but yeah, it's it's fascinating and. Why do they call the both? Why do they call the book mind killer? I'll be so clear. You're like, what is the mind killer? You get to like five page five and you find oh, out. Oh, fear. Yeah. 
Spoilers. Sorry, that was a dumb, dumb bit. Go ahead. Um. Yeah, Dune. I uh, I read Dune. Dune, 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 Dune. Are you gonna see it in theaters? Did you buy your ticket yet? I already said yes. I'm going to you see it in theaters. All right, you did so say that. you you did say you were gonna talk about your single player adventures and yeah. You know this this would almost count, but I know you're gonna see it in theaters with your dad. So please <laughs> oh. don't lie to our listeners any longer. I'm sorry. What are some of these single player experiences? He has read Dune as well, so yeah. You um, probably read Dune back back in the day, you know that yes. that old fuck, that old fuck written Dune, <laughs> that Duner. Um, yeah. Uh, before I get into the games, uh, there's a point I've been thinking about recently in regards to Resident Evil Four VR, which released recently. Uh, or is releasing. Yeah, everything's coming out. Everything's going too fast. It's been getting pretty good. Too many reviews. games. Um, I don't know if it's out or just coming out or something. I don't know. Um, so, okay. What does that mean? I, Go ahead. I bought a Quest <laughs> 2 because it was the only viable option for me to play VR for the foreseeable future, you know? I had waited years and would likely wait more without being able to touch this whole burgeoning category of games. So I ended up pulling an uncomfortable trigger and getting the Quest 2, which, you know, still, it's, it's not great. Um we now have that Valve thing rumored to be on the on the horizon, but we'll you know we'll see how that plays out. Anyway, so I made the decision, but I never buy anything on the Oculus Store. Uh, never, I haven't, and I don't plan to. RE4 VR is an exclusive to the Quest Two Store, and as such, I'm not going to be buying it. And it sucks that it's that way. Uh, but I was just I was thinking about this post discussing it on our last episode. And like thinking like, oh, I might do it. No, I'm just, I, I can't bring myself to support them with purchases on their store, you know? And it also sucks that it's limited. It's exclusive to their store. That's terrible. Why don't they just now, release it to all the PC VR platforms and store? Yeah, now, you know me, I, I don't know anything about this, but suppose, theoretically, could one find illicit means of playing this anyway? I actually Possibly. don't know. I don't know because you know I don't know how the store interfaces with illicit means. You know, right? I'm not sure. But it, as far as legitimacy, I'm not going to be uh, buying it, which which is too bad. I hope maybe one day, maybe one day, I'll play their watered down Facebook version of Resident Evil Four in, in VR. Um. So there's that. As for things I've been playing, that I have gotten and played, okay. Number one, Little Nightmares. Oh, and it's DLC. Little Nightmares. Little, little Nightmares. Don't be scared. scared. It's Little Nightmares. It's Little Nightmares. Fuck. I was thinking about replaying that just for. <laughs> I mean, I love both. I of also games. was thinking that uh, yeah. just for Halloween. I mean, I can. You know, you can beat, especially once you play through it. Oh yeah. You can beat the first one in you know two hours, two and a half, the most. Hey, I would love to see that. So I, I, I would see a spooky little nightmare stream for the for the season <laughs> speedrun stream. Been... So that's not your first playthrough, Flask, or it is? It is my first. Ooh. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, I played. So I played hey, the Flask, game and the DLC. And you're one that you wouldn't have watched anybody streaming it before because you no. figured you would have played it at some point. I, yeah. No, I've never seen a playthrough of it. Well, then I but have a, a few uh, questions. Sure, sure. I feel like I've played it because I've seen several people play it. <laughs> What was yeah. your? Uh, I believe the game's broken up into five sections. Technically, what what was your favorite? Uh, I guess area or level. Oh, um, that's a good question. 
I played a bunch of games recently, so I, maybe I should. But I think one is when you quick. first, you know, kind of start the game. I want to say area two is when long arm starts chasing you. Three is like the kitchen with the twins. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Okay. Four, I think I or maybe it is just, or I don't know. Hmm. What do you go after the the twins? Oh, actually, no. The twins. Then you go straight into like the where all the people are eating. And yeah, stuff. prison, lair, kitchen, guest area, and ladies' quarters. There you go. Um, I think I might have liked the kitchen the best because of the AI of the the brothers, the twins. Um, yeah, how they're more dangerous good. to you and more watchful, so you have to be more careful. It's super gross looking. Like- and it's gross. <laughs> it's really tough for me. I think the kitchen was great, but I think just the like the I don't know the the horror of the the guest area. Oh um, yeah, people eating. Is that yeah, that Ghibli inspired yeah. buffet. Yeah, after a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, there's other. I think the aesthetic of some of the, like the under areas, like the prison and lair, are are probably better than the kitchen's aesthetic. But I like the kitchen's gameplay. I think the best. Yeah, I, yeah. I, feel yeah. Like I don't I, think there's any bad environment in the game. Yeah, yeah kitchens are cool. Food I think stuff. if I wanted to show somebody <laughs> little nightmares, like glimpse of it for the first time to try to entice them to play, I would show them the kitchen. I, I agree. Yeah, with you. I think okay. that's a fun area. Uh, what did you think of the DLC? I thought that it's, it's just yeah, because I'm checking my head and head DLC yet. I thought that it was fine, but I definitely see why it was DLC and not part of the main game. Basically, yeah. The DLC is not as well designed or intuitive, I would say. Um, it's harder, but not in like a not in like a really exhilarating way. It's harder in sort of a just okay. I got to repeat this until it just works. Way I like that they tried the new mechanic with the gnomes. Uh-huh. Um, I didn't think it was great, but it was it was fine that they tried it, something. It feels new. like it slows you down a bit. The whole gnome section. It, it feels like yeah. really okay. I got to do this and then this and then this. I got to wait. Um, yeah, I I would say there's a difference of smoothness between the the base game and the DLC. The base game feels very smooth throughout. You're just going the whole time, and it feels very intuitive. Are you um Are you looking to move on to the second one? I will. I will. Yeah, not right away, but at some point. Yeah, I uh, I recommend it. I just as good, if not better. Yeah, is it recommended it. to play with a partner for sure? No, 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 no. So that's the crazy part. It's not even wow. co-op. They got oh, you too, huh? Right, because we all you guys did. always complain about it. I thought, I thought. Uh, it's what we all did because the, all the trailers they show, there's two characters. You're like, oh, okay, second game, two characters, co-op. No, it's just like a more refined gnome system. Um, all right. And I, I do think it is more refined. I think it works better. I'm not going to say it's perfect. Uh, yeah, definitely worth playing. Definitely, if you if you I don't know expands the the little nightmare world. Uh, what did you think of the ending? You think it was uh, it's cool? Uh, I I don't know how to predictable feel about the plot or of like, the game so much. It's kind of hard to even place like a story to it, or even think that yeah. there was one when they were making it. And it, it, it feels feel like impressionistic. And, yeah, and it feels like they try and add more of a story in the second one. Okay. Uh, and it's cool, like theorized, but it's still kind of more the same. Just like, uh, what the hell do you think that means? Yes, I definitely, I definitely got more impressions from it than I did um, genuine like plot points and content, and you know the things you get from a normal story. It's more yeah. just like, here's here's here we're presenting these scenes 
from a world you yeah. don't understand and we're not providing any answers for. Yeah, definitely. It's a good looking game. And I'm the, glad uh, the, you liked it. Yeah, the animation quality also is is very good. So it like the just the, the way the character kind of dynamically yeah. interacts and moves is just superb. Mm-hmm. Looks great. So yeah, I'll play Little Nightmares too at some point without a partner. And um, did you also play games like uh, Limbo and Inside? Inside, yes. yeah, Inside and Limbo. Okay, I did. Because those are both. Those, those are great. Well. Playdead's coming out with a new game, right? They, they, they they're working announced. on something. I thought they had something announced. That's who makes it, right? Play Dead? Am I crazy? I believe yeah, so. yeah, but no, then something happened to the studio or something. Like, they got bought by somebody and they're working on a different game. Or, uh, you know what? Maybe, uh, maybe Google and we can wrap like back that. around to it. Yeah, yeah, we'll wrap back around to that one. Somerville, right. the new game from former Play Dead. Oh, yeah. CEO. Okay, we did see that. Oh, uh, yes. I That's not that. actually Play Dead, but it's from a Play Dead person, right? Yeah, because something What else you got, studio. Flask? That looks cool, though. Um, the next thing I played was uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a game called Pumpkin Jack, a uh, s- familiar. a spooky oh, themed platformer oh, slash em up. You play as a been telling me to play this one for a long time. Guy. Uh, yeah, it's um. Is that my recent? It's, it's last five years, I would say. So at some point, twenty seventeen, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's definitely got uh, medieval vibes, just more overtly platformy than medieval was. Um, the combat is relatively fun. It feels a little light, and the enemies maybe soak up t- too many hits to feel truly good to the player. Um, it's it's not like so. It is Halloween whimsy through and through. It's the aesthetic is on point, of course. Um, the uh, the narrative doesn't have this. I know this sounds silly, but it doesn't have the strength of medieval. I would say, <laughs> like medieval, you get in and you're like, you know, you're exactly what you're in for, and it has like a very solid feel. Um, Pumpkin Jack is more like, it feels like it was tossed together a little bit. And I should say, this was made by one guy. Uh, it is... Um, yeah. Made by one guy as his passion project. So that's very impressive. Uh, the writing could have been taken up a level. It has the sort of like uncertain um it's 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 got a lightly meta reliance that like a lot of amateur works tend to have it doesn't want to appear too sincere uh, or else it'll be like ridiculed or something so it it could have i would say a little bit more confidence in the in the narrative and writing and like the thematic stuff would have taken up a level but all that being said it was made by one dude and he made it over the course of years and it looks really good and, and plays well enough uh, so to make it an enjoyable game. So, you know, good on that guy. Yeah. Kind of lost For the plot sure. thread with the, <laughs> talking about that one. Um, no, no, no. I looked it up. It looks like a fun little Halloween-themed game. Yeah. Uh, apparently, it was actually came out last year. That recently? On Steam. 
At least okay. on Steam. I don't know. Um, it may have been an early access or on a different platform at some other point of time for all I know. Sure. But it is the kind of game I, I tend to like by default. You know, I'm just like, I'm in. Yeah, you're, you're a... You're a Halloween guy. You're a yeah. platformer guy. It hits you in a couple spots. You get different abilities and everything. It's cool. Um, yeah. Next game I played was uh, Mundon. 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 You're 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 just it. making this up. I'm not. Mundon. 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 Uh, with your friends. <laughs> it's a uh, a unique looking first person horror adventure game. Uh, it's a game that, by many metrics, I feel like I should should have liked more than I did. Uh, somehow, it didn't hit me quite on the money exactly. There's really nothing. Say, wrong with this it. looks really cool. I mean, yeah. I- I have no idea what this game is about, but like immediately I get a vibes of a, a boat boat game Oberdin. Sure, sure. Oh, I actually watched Grimbeard's review of this. Yeah, he did do one on that on this game. It's got sort of this uh, low poly sepia tone sketchbook world. I think it's design. actually all hand drawn. I think is the... it is. So it's it's three D modeled. Obviously, everything is three D, but all the textures on the three D models are sketches. So it gives it a very unique. That's really cool. look. Uh, honestly, though, while I was in game, the art style didn't do much for me. Like the the impression you get is very. Oh, on the surface, it's very cool. When I was playing through it, it didn't do much for me in the moment to moment. Because it even makes like identifying items and stuff a little iffy sometimes, um, but it's objectively pretty cool for what it wants to be, uh, and a lot of people like it, and I do like the art style. Um, as far as gameplay goes, it's a fairly typical horror adventure experience. You're just going around using items to get through different areas. Um, it does kind of vary it up as it goes along. To some extent, but it's it's nothing like wowed me. It's it's there are moments, there are moments for sure that that are just interesting concepts and uh, executions of of trippy little visuals and stuff like that, and uh, set pieces that are kind of uh, mess with your whole um, gameplay experience. But on the whole, kind of just straightforward uh horror adventure game and yeah uh, light recommend it it is a it is a full recommend to anyone who likes this sort of game i'm i think i just wasn't like 100 percent grabbed by it in the way i might have expected to be i'm not sure why exactly but i would definitely fully recommend it to anybody who likes this sort of game all right. Same with Pumpkin cool. Jack. You know, like anyone who likes that sort of game, you're definitely going to enjoy it. Uh, it's just for me, like there were some elements that I felt could have been taken up a notch. What Mund- else you got, Mundown. Mr. Flash? Oh, also Mundown. I, I still don't know how to say it. Is a uh, it's like Swedish or something? <laughs> it's like uh, I I feel bad. It's one of the Nordic countries. Um, and so one all the them. characters speak in that language. 
So just so you know, it's got subs. I think that's actually it for my solo projects. <laughs> All right. I think that's it for now. I I, I think I'm going to swoop in and hit my round table because I think I can hit a sweet 15-20 before the break. Swoop. All right, all right. Now let me uh, just briefly say uh, I played a bit more Outer Wilds right when I got back from my trip, and I think I had a, actually a, a stupid successful run at it for a couple hours. I've uh, made tremendous progress. I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you're doing I'm, very well. Pretty sure I'm hitting the f- the the final few hours. I feel like I feel like I'm feeling the walls close in. Picture of yeah, Are you? I mean, are you digging the DLC so far? Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm having a lot of moments where, like, I I can't remember how much this was true in the original game, but like, the puzzle solutions end up being like uh, a lot more straightforward than I had given them credit for. Um, both in good and maybe not so good ways, where you know, like, I'll come across like a a puzzle, and I'll think of like five or six different possible solutions, and it always just ends up being this one that like I didn't ex- or that you know was on my list at some point, but it was like, oh, okay, I guess I wasn't expecting it to be that straightforward. I don't. Point is, no, I don't really have any coherent thoughts yet. Uh, overall, yeah. I- I'm very much enjoying it, but um, maybe I'm learning that it's not as complex as I thought it would be. But that's fine because that's also part of the whole world closing in on you type thing you know what i mean i i feel like those i'll I'll just i'll just say this i'll just say this like uh dipping my toes slightly into spoiler territory here i guess pretty pretty deeply into spoiler territory for a few seconds spoilers for outer wilds echoes of the eye until 5314 uh i would i thought that me finding that map was both really cool and also like Oh, man. I kind of wish that I didn't just get, like, three screenshots I just took so that I can go to my map to these spots. I kind of wish that it wasn't maybe that straightforward. But yeah, but I thought those I, places I were very, like, you really, I you really, I think I missed all three of them, honestly. I, I think I, I never would have found those. I never would have found those if there wasn't a map. Like, I, I, uh, so I didn't, I didn't think that. But, you know, I think I get what you're saying, though, that there's a lot of elements of the DLC that sort of just you get to a place that you've finally found somehow and a secret and you get in there and it just kind of gives you the thing you need for the next step in a uh, like a picture or a slide reel. It's a lot more explicit. And, and you know it's I mean? just like, OK, that's that's the exact information. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I get what you're saying. I, I've I spent several hours and I probably could have not. I probably could have done way better, but, like, I spent a while just exploring, like, the systems and having fun playing around, experimenting with the world and that kind of thing. Um, and that was all fun, but, like, I, I guess I felt a little disheartened that despite all that, yeah. it seems like the major revolution, major revelations I'm finding are, like, the secret map that shows me everything I need to find instead of... I definitely, I know, like, off the bat, like, you started and you were, like, studying... Like yeah. the the lot of things that I did not give like a second, I just accepted at face value. Where you were more like, let me find out exactly how this works because this might be important. And then yeah, I guess none of those things really end up being 
Well, I mean, they they are they all feed into my understanding of like the lore and stuff like that, which, right. which I find valuable in this game. So I, I'm not saying it's wasted time, but it's more like less of that time is finding out to be vital to the main thrust of the DLC than I thought, even though it was rewarding in its own way. So, you know, I, I really don't want to say much more about it because, like, he, okay. I could totally change my opinion by the time I finish. He, he also did almost stumble across multiple secret locations during the the thorough searching he was doing early on right yeah. and I, I, had, I had even noted both like two of the three of them as places for me to explore more later because i found almost like basically standing right next to it and i was like there's something here <laughs> and something, then i the smell know. and i had told you like uh the 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 thorough uh combing you're doing is great and it is contributing in small ways throughout, but also the game is designed for for people for like general audiences, <laughs> and you're yeah. doing much more. You're putting much more work and and thought into it than most people, most players probably would. Yeah, which, which I'm having fun with. I'll have more to say when I beat the game. Yeah. Uh, the last thing I wanted to talk about, just to clear the air and get us a nice uh, gaming segment going before the break was Back for Blood. We played the beta or alpha, whatever they called it, last year. Now it's come out into full release. I haven't played it with all you guys yet, because it came out while I was on my trip. I played it basically one session, like three-ish, four hours long. Well, it's actually, long I guess we did two sessions. Uh, four, yeah, yeah. Four, five hours so, totals, maybe. That, that sounds like a lot. Maybe four hours. Um, but I think I had a pretty different experience than you guys. I would say so. <laughs> yeah, sounds like you did. Uh, so I, I actually Break really liked the, I actually really liked the game. So uh, the cards, I, I was not thrilled about it all at first, but uh, throughout our like three or four hours playing, like I quickly started like s- selecting myself into a play style, and I was finding that like the cards synergized better with that play style than I thought. Where once I unlocked Hoffman, I decided to go in shotguns. That was like a couple things I could build around, and I, now I feel like I actually have a really cool deck, and I'm having fun with the cards. So that I I actually don't really have much to complain about the cards. I mean, uh, I'm, I, I'm actually liking that system. I think the whole system. I I just completely disagree. I think I think maybe it's cool for like a first playthrough, but I'm just thinking of extended playthroughs of the. Okay, first of all, let me start from the beginning. You get a deck of 15 cards. It doesn't shuffle up the cards. It just gives them to you in order that you place them. It doesn't tell you that, first of all. So that's See, one I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Uh, the second strike, and I, I think I heard you guys talking about it, right? You get 15 cards. But if you're playing from the beginning of the game, you're going through the campaign, you're going to go through those 15 cards. Why wouldn't they give you enough to go through the entire campaign? Didn't somebody, I, I think it was one of you, were saying they just give you like generic yeah, that's ones. That's a good point, too. Out. That's insane it, to me it really feels like they they really had this set up as like a monetization like we're gonna sell the fuck out some cards and then people started to backlash and they're like oh maybe we shouldn't sell all these cards because I, I, uh, I definitely I think, that, think that that's where it comes from i think the, the system year. yeah obviously you know anything with that you know where you can deck build has potential but it just feels so weird and out of place for like a game that no, i want to just totally pick fair. up and kill zombies but I think you're saying as well, like I feel that, like that, that it feels weird and out of place. Absolutely, I, I don't mean to say that like there's no problem. To turn with them it. off, I guess that's my. That, I guess if I, if I, I, I think there should be halfway point yes. or something. 
I'm amazed that this already isn't like the default mode, but I think that the default mode should be like a hardcore Iron Mode thing where like Iron Man thing where like you don't, I mean, you can't just start wherever. You can start at the beginning of a segment, you know what I mean? But you can't like, uh, well, I wouldn't even say that. I would say, first off, a few things I'm, I'm saying here. Split up the acts. You don't need to have like all your 30 missions or something split into four acts. And then make it so that, like, each act you have to play all the way through. You can't just start at this level and then pick up uh, with a new run. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah. Another thing I no, find no restarting. And then, and then most importantly, each run has RNG cards. I think a lot of that would would make it feel better. You know what I mean? With bigger yeah. decks, like, game, like they don't have enough cards is a thing. But like, this game really feels like it's meant for like me having forty to fifty cards in my deck with RNG. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's just so crazy that, I mean, you think this would be the part of the game that they were like working on because they had shooting zombies down. I mean, they've done it before. You know, it's just weird that I don't know. I I thought I I, I was actually maybe because I'd hyped up. You know, when I first heard about the card system. You know, I like card games. So now I'm I'm going to talk about one later. I really hyped it up in my head, and then we've seen it, and I was like, this is just weirdly implemented and. Right. I didn't like it as much. I guess we also uh, lost a whole bunch too. So it seems like you guys did a lot better than us. <laughs> right. Yeah. That I, was I guess I would say about the cards. cards. Well, hang, well, hang on. I, I guess my point about the cards is that, like, materially, I mean, I agree with all that, but like materially, how it affects my gameplay, I felt like it was having a fun synergistic effect with the way I wanted to play. But you I know, I've only it. played like one playthrough. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and that that segues nicely into what I was going to say, which is I probably played the most of any of us at this point, with the probable exception of Danny. Um, I played with the initial group, and I kept playing with them, and then I played with Andy's group, and that's the Danny group as well. Um, what was the difference? Do we just suck? So first of all, I think the thing we haven't actually said yet is special spawns are way overboard and unbalanced and weird. Like to yeah, the special and, infected spawns. And I would never deny that. that that's yeah. absolutely true. In recruit, yeah. they're barely present. In veteran, which is the next level up of difficulty, they're just crazy and and random. See, how the many problem is twofold, right? Like it, it actually wouldn't be a big deal with how many that spawn if they weren't also so damaging. Panky. Like yeah. so many of them, like take so much health and like do like crazy CC. Like the hawker can shoot like fifty yards or something crazy, and then stun you immediately and you can just straight up get you. like th- three of your people disabled at once in like five in two seconds <laughs> because so, that many special infected spawn so i mean everybody's saying it and there's no denying but like definitely need to balance pass through all that shit i think undoubtedly yes. i'll put I money they've already released it. a hotfix but yeah it needs more work. I, I was gonna say and that i was actually going to speculate and i have not looked this up but i wonder if my experience was better because it actually has been patched because like i think it's still bad but like the experiences that we were having was not unbearable it was this sucks but we're going to make it through and like sometimes it took us three or four times to beat a mission but we would beat it and move on that's why i'm actually wondering if we were seeing the effects of the hotfix because it felt different from honestly it felt different from the experience of the other group that i was having um i think they're going to add a a new difficulty um because that's yeah you know our, our idea was to play through recruit to get which i also don't like the fact that we even had to think about playing through recruit to get cards to play on veteran 
Like, I don't want to play through the game so I can play through it and enjoyment levels. But anyways, we start in Recruit, and the, the, the difficulty level is so crazy different between the two. I mean, Recruit, you know, uh, we could have three people sit in the safe house and one person run through it, and they'd probably be fine. Like, it's just minimal zombies. <laughs> so you don't need supplies. to worry. You don't need to stay together. Yeah, the supplies are literally everywhere. And then, yeah, you go to just one up to Veteran, and it's just a, a goddamn fight to get out the, the safe room door. Uh, it's nuts that there's. It's just nuts that all of this, like the the play testing, didn't catch any of this. Yeah, that was gonna be my next point. That, that's that, a great point. Like uh, you made Left for Dead. <laughs> like you made the the game. That's right. That's what I'm saying. Of, like they did the zombie part already. Like you like, you know there's not supposed to be that many special infected at once. Like that didn't like no red flags from that. And like and yeah, and this thing like you know if there were that many special effects, it's fine. Whatever you're on your toes, but they take. No exaggeration, you know, we, we, we had a, um, like, no, whatever, normally you're fighting, I'm mean, like the SMG lady, I mean, I can shoot, reload, shoot, reload, and then get half my clip off, and then one will die, and that's not including if we're on, like, a level that has, you know, increased tall boy health. Armored, yeah. At, at that point, I'm putting four clips in while it's smashing somebody, and there's no way they're going to survive, you know, I basically have to hope somebody else in the team is also right there with me. Or this person's fucked. Like, and that, that just, it just doesn't make sense. So, John, uh, as someone who played in both groups, the experience with the second group was markedly different enough that it gave me an, a renewed perspective on the whole game. Uh, for, I'm going to say that if recruit difficulty was called normal or something similar, uh, not like easy, but just like that was the default mode. And the difficulty of that mode was raised ever so slightly so that it wasn't like the butter smooth experience we had. Uh, we would have had a lot of fun from the beginning going through that mode and would be well on our way to deploying cool decks and builds in veteran this at this what point. it sounded like. You guys uh, did sound, because you guys got a little bit farther, I don't know how much farther, you guys we were playing farther veteran, than we though. were. Yeah, well, that's what you were saying, though. You are saying, like, uh, you know, these, these cards, I'm already starting to see my build come out. And I just yeah. didn't see that with the first, you know, four or five missions and it's partly because you, you I, another i guess thing you have to kind of grind for those cards it's not like oh here's like uh you know 100 cards to make like your own unique deck mm-hmm. it's like here's 20 generic ones and then you're gonna have to play a bunch of missions to do our supply lines which are jam-packed with skins and banners <laughs> that's yeah although you those cost like five points each so they're they're yeah. still they still impact you because you get maybe 30 to 40 points per uh single act level so it's still it's still a chunk out of your points, it'll stop but... you from buying the next one yeah. you know what i mean like it'd be like five points short i'm sure it's designed that way uh, but i have uh i have now reached the point where i have enough cards to create legitimate builds and that combined with understanding the game mechanics more and more finally has me genuinely excited to play and improve my builds I think I've yeah. turned that corner. I, I, um, I, say, and, I, I feel bad that you guys had that shitty experience, but I'm looking forward to playing the next time. I'm having fun. And Andy, yeah, in in playing, I think Danny was a great help. Actually, he he was he already had been playing a lot. He's so he kind of got the grinding out of the way for us. So he kind of imparted his. He was doing a lot of the healing and shit too, and he yeah. yeah, his healing build and everything to us, which I think improved our experience. Uh, uh, plus, sure. hit me, hit me. Then nostalgia feels playing Left 4 Dead with Flask again. <laughs> That's true. So Andy had a better first experience because of that, uh, and he was able to get more cards to build a, a, a nice build. 
um yeah when you get further into the into game's progression the builds are real and the strats are real like there's things you can do in each level some of the levels learn. are really cool too yeah that, that bar get, level was really cool I like it gets interesting uh it, it does different See, things i got like really frustrated at the bar level because we were just it took us it twice was, but i mean the second time we beat it was not that it was actually pretty it smooth felt good. like we were talking yeah. about we even talked about afterwards how we could have gone for another three or four minutes with the spoils we had. Yeah, that was, and that, that was, was down our... to all of us having complementary builds and the strats that we deployed, like putting the ammo in a good spot and everything like like there was stuff to do. And once we once we got to that point, it felt good. It shouldn't have that huge hurdle that we were experiencing, John. <laughs> that like the game no, has such such roadblocks yeah. right now. It's and unnecessary. I think that's cool for the game, but I think that I just wanted, I just wanted Left 4 Dead 3, Left you know Dead what I mean? 3. I wanted to go in there Me and too. I wanted to shoot some zombies, I wanted to, you know what I mean? And this Yeah, is no, it's that, got a lot going on. But more, and I, I don't know, I could, I could keep nitpicking the game, I don't want a tiny little nitpick this and that, but hmm. there's a lot of things about the game that I, I uh, don't like as much. I think the pipe bomb is like the only offensive weapon worth buying i think the molotov especially if we're comparing it to left for dead i think it feels like shit i think it has like a <laughs> tiny little range and things don't feel cool on fire uh i don't think the melee feels as good as left for dead i like that the, sh- the shove back in left for dead it gives you like a cone yeah this right. one though i will say this one is different there are you can actually have a melee character which is cool but i just think the melee does not feel powerful at all um yeah, no, I would never say that it's Left 4 Dead 3. Like, I definitely think it's a lesser Left 4 Dead. But, all that being said, I can't deny I had a great time last night. And I'm looking Me too. forward to playing more, despite the flaws that, that I, I totally agree with everything you said. Yeah, I, I will say, you know, I was on the verge of giving up at one point. I, like, I was like, okay, I'm going to let Game Pass run out and I will never need to play this again. And I'm glad I kept playing because now I'm excited to play, <laughs> play more. I think I'm enjoying it. Just about as much as I enjoyed World War Z. Like it was fun. <laughs> oh man, well, it, it, it's definitely several steps up for that for me. And I and I enjoyed World War Z, but this this does feel like one or two steps up. That's back for blood. Vito, you didn't play. No, you did play. Vito, what'd you think? I did play it. I thought. Every, I mean, I didn't have. I don't have anything to really say about the cards because I don't have any. But the <laughs> difficulty was just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, it was, it was. stupid. It's very stupid. Uh, I do want to play because when it was working, you know, in moments where there wasn't 10 special infected spawning at once, I was having a lot of fun. All right. That's back for blood, everybody. That's my round table. And we'll be back and for that blood, right? Is the break. Yeah, we'll be back for blood. We'll talk to way. you listeners in just a few seconds. When we get back, we'll have John's round table and hey. a little uh, offering of news. Just a, just a smack roll. Speaking of uh, that news, uh, I said I said uh, that Mundon was Swedish before. Well, I didn't say it. I just was like maybe Swedish. It's Swiss. I always get the Swiss confused. The Nordic Swiss. The Swiss is it's Swiss. Yeah, I do that all the time. The dong. Mundon. That dong. Stop it. Stop got it! That it's dong, an art. Dog. Got that mondong. It's an art game. Stop. <laughs> right. Not anymore. Yeah, art this nerd. Cut the break. Oh my god. Flash, you're gonna cut the break there, right? Mm. 
Watch out! Cowboy! You got a cowboy! Hawker there! Cowboy! Got a cowboy! Cowboy! Exploder! Welcome back, everybody. Yeah. Before we head into the news, I want to make sure that we give John his dues. You know what I'm saying? Uh, all right. All right. What has John what been, been doing the last two weeks now, I guess? Weeks. Most of those two weeks were me playing Lord of the Rings, Middle Earth, Shadow of War. Really? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I the had... second one? This is the second one. I had bought this game when it came out, and it had a few problems when it came out. It had these weird microtransactions, um, and that was kind of part of the reason I stopped playing it. Uh, and then I, well, Flash has talked about it before on the show. He's played it, mm. and then recently we had our friend Zach. He was talking about it. He was telling me to go through it again, so I did. You believed and him? Overall, yeah. And cool. Kurt was also telling me it was pretty good. Uh, you you know, overall, him? Well, yeah, that was that was dicey. Uh, big big thumbs up. I will say the game has. I mean, the the one problem, or I guess if I had to pick out one problem with it, because um, they did remove all the microtransaction loot box stuff. Um, but it has a very weird pacing issue. You know, there's the game split into three acts and then an optional epilogue if you want to get the true ending. Uh, and the whole first act of the game, which is several hours, is just all completely like just the same gameplay. You know, obviously a little <laughs> tweaked and updated as um, what is the first game, Shadow of Mordor? Is that what it's called? Yes. Yeah, I mean, just yeah. completely. You would think it's like the same game or just like a DLC. And I started to get a little worried. And I was, I was asking, I was like, what's going on with this? That's wait, it'll open up. And it does. As soon as you get to Act 2, it opens up all these new mechanics where you can start recruiting your army. Weird uh, weird, just, weird pull, I guess. Yeah, weird weird decision with that. But other than that, I, I uh, enjoyed the game very much so. Uh, the Nemesis system, which is like the... It's like the bad guy system in this. I mean, all right, whatever. To, to, go, to go back real quick, this is a Lord of the Rings game. Um, and it plays... Uh, Combat-wise, um, I mean, you know what? Even even just gameplay-wise, it's, it's sort of like the the Batman Arkham Asylum series. Um, Arkham-esque. Yeah, Arkham-esque. You know, much more open since you're obviously you're not running in buildings whenever you're in Mordor. So there's a lot more open areas, uh, and you're parkouring a bunch. But the combat's very similar. You know, X to attack, uh, Y when the thing flashes over their head, B stuns them. You can jump over them. It, I mean, combat's almost identical. Um, yeah, you know, with some cool Lord of the Rings stuff added, like bows and, and magic powers. So that's the or kind of game bows. it is. Um, so yeah, I mean, and, and that's all solid. It's, it's only improved, you know, there's different combos you can do, and there's a bunch of different leveling up, and you can kind of make your character, you know, if you want to be a stealthy guy, attack guy. Um, yeah, then you get to Act 2, and then the Nemesis system kind of kicks up a little bit, and you have to recruit your army, and your army is these orcs that you've been fighting. And normally, you know, you just kind of kill them, and weaken the fortress defense and then you do a siege but now you're recruiting them they all have like and there's tons and tons of i'm sure there's i don't know how many exact but dozens of like unique kind of orcs that you can kind of run into like special ones and then much like generic ones that just have like you know vash the red or you know just some generic names but yeah, that's like half the fun of the game is running around and interacting with these orcs and just seeing like the silly dialogue some of them are just fucking crazy uh 
you know, you're, you're the orcs, you know, you think how much personality could they have, but it's, you run into this one guy, he was like a bard, and he was like running around with a little guitar, and he was singing and stuff, and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna enslave you, dude, you're done for sure. <laughs> uh, At a certain point, yeah, you're like, just, how much personality can I stop, can I stop it? Can I stop the personality now? No, oh, well, that is true, because, <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I'll go with some more hits on the game. So every time you, you fight, like, a, it's called a captain... It's like a, like a buffed-up orc that you can recruit into your army. Like, you know, they have uh, resistances. Like, some are like, oh, you can't shoot them with bows. And, you know, they have weaknesses as well. Like, oh, this one's afraid and you put them on fire. But anytime, anytime you run into them, they give you, a, like, a little monologue. And it can be, like, five seconds. Like, Ranger, I knew I'd find you here. To, like, straight-up 45-second... An act like, of a play. Yeah, dude. Just And you can't skip it. And you, and you I mean, you run into, like... Dozens, if not, you're fighting maybe hundreds of these through the course of the game. Yeah, but how? Think about how they would feel if if you skipped it. Sometimes they have little hype men, like like smaller orcs around them, and they have lines, and you're like, dude, I'm gonna kill you as soon as this is over. Stranger, stranger, wherefore art thou, stranger? They've been thinking about <laughs> what they're gonna say to you as soon as they see you, like rehearsing it, and then you just One gonna fucking skip it. Many roles in his lifetime. <laughs> Yeah, you think you're going to uh, kill them as soon as they're done, except it goes back to your guy, and he's surrounded by 15 orcs, and you're, it has stopped you mid-combat, and they just pile on you and kill you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just an all-around solid game. Home for a sequel. Um, it's good. Take up about 46 hours of my time. There, there, are, there was two DLCs that are out that I, I think I'm going to do. Um... I didn't do the epilogue. It's just kind of a grind. It's like you beat the game, and then it's like, all right, just yeah, kind of I beat up on it. these orcs for another like thirty hours. Like, oh, thirty hours. That's, that's that's just gonna. I don't ask know for game. sure, but I'm I'm gonna guess it would take me at least another ten. Uh, I, see, I, I couldn't. Not ten of like quests, like ten of just grinding. I think we talked about this on even maybe episode one of the podcast, but I cannot take just like mindless grinding like that. You know what I mean? Like I gotta have like. A carrot on the stick more than like a YouTube. Even if it's just like a like a like content carrot, yeah. Like I mean, this, like yeah, yeah. I would have been straight up because I need these points. So at the end of the game, whatever you, I don't want to spoil anything. But there's still some territory to take over, and to take it over, you have to have you know your army strength uh, equivalent to theirs, and to do that, you just have to level up your guys. Um, but your guys can't be a higher level than you, so you just have to level up. You just gotta go around beating the shit out of all these orcs forever. Not a bad uh, life. But I, I give this, you know, on the thumb test, I give it one thumb up and one thumb, like, uh, 70% to the right. That's pretty good. That ain't bad. It's pretty, pretty good. That's, that's, that's not that's without its flaws. But yeah, I definitely, I, no, especially no, if, if you're played. in like, the Lord of the Rings mood. Definitely, uh, that obviously. Like, well, that's what I was going to say. If I haven't played either game, though, I'd just go for Shadow of War. That's kind of what I figured, right? Because it's probably just the same game but bigger. Yeah, and like story. Well, first of all, the story is like nothing that. I mean, great. who cares? You're playing it for the gameplay. Yeah, the story is fucked. Oh, I sorry. Uh, and, yeah, and it's like non-canon and crazy, and doesn't make sense in the, the world. But you know. On that note, was not mentioned at all earlier. Back for Blood, cutscenes. So bad, I'm actually skipping him. Like, I'm just... Yeah, I thought yeah, it was it weird just... that they involved so heavily in, like, having this story. 
I just, uh, I didn't go so far as to skip any new ones, but I definitely will never watch any one ever again. They're not broad enough to be engaging. They try to drop you into a situation that you don't yet have any context for and would have to go a long way to even make you interested in the context. It's like, I think I've fixed, I think. I think I've uh, watched one cutscene, and usually I'll skip them when it just gets to like a stupid montage with music playing. I'm like, all right, yeah. I know where it's going. Oh, they're shooting. I wish I could be shooting. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but John, what uh, what do you think the next game should be? The Shadow of a Shadow of War, Shadow no Shadow of Mordor, Shadow of War, Shadow of Bigger War. I was going to say War Door. Oh, Wardour, I like that one, too. Cool. All right. Yeah, no, I like All right, that one. All right, but imagine a AAA studio releasing Shadow of Bigger War. <laughs> Shadow of War More. <laughs> Shadow of War More. <laughs> yeah, I'm in it. Uh, all right, what else I got? I watched the first episode of the hit Netflix series that everybody's talking about. Squid Game. Red light, green light, bro. Only the first? That was the first episode. That was the red light, green bro. light. Uh, I know. I've, seen, I've seen the first two or three. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, it was fine. It was um, very similar. I mean, I, reading a little bit more, it's very similar to a lot of things, I guess. But very similar to... Uh, Greg's not here, so I'll fill in for him. Very similar to an anime we've seen before. Uh, I don't know the official name. I just call it Kaiji. His main character is Kaiji. Mm-hmm. Um, Gambling one, right? Yeah, gambling one. I mean, it's almost identical to this. The guy's degenerate. Like, literally, a mysterious person comes up and, like, hey, there's games here. You want to make money? He shows up and, like, straight up, like, murder games. I there's mean, also it's, it's other the, stuff like that. It's, like, Liar's Game and... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I was saying. It's not Alice a totally... Borderlands, I think, is similar. I heard, I heard that one thrown around a lot, but I've never, uh, I've I never seen or heard that, of that yeah. one before. Is that, is that new, or is that, like, a... It... Netflix released a series of it like a year or two ago uh but it's based on a manga that's been oh, okay. for a bit i think so yeah i mean i enjoyed the first episode i'll probably watch more it was i mean it was fine yeah, yeah I, I, say, I considered it a suitable background entertainment but i was not engaged by the first two or three episodes i just kind of felt like it was flirting with themes i'd seen you know you can there's countless examples you know yeah did you uh, watch it in English? I was gonna say, did you watch the dub? Is that how you? No, I watched the dub. Oh, okay. I well, cause that's what I heard. I heard the dub is not good or something like that, or it's it's different, or I don't know. Well, I watched th- the sub. So the subtitles, you need to have the the Netflix subtitles on, not the closed captioning, because the closed captioning translates everything very literally, whereas the Netflix subtitles are a little bit more. Uh, uh, actually translations you know right. i don't know how the dub is <laughs> i haven't heard people talking about the dub except for to yeah. say that it's you know the normal level of dub kind of awkwardness right right but i i watched oh. the whole series um i would say it goes from like kind of stuff you've seen before not that engaging yet to oh i'm actually kind of getting engaged kind of in the characters and the in the setting i guess and then near the end kind of goes back down to I'm falling out of engagement with this and the ending is not great, I would say. No, so maybe, maybe 
Yeah, maybe in the middle. You I really get... liked. Those... Oh, never mind. Well, yeah, I'll just wait and see. I was hoping. Have you, have you watched? Have you watched Kaiji? I have not. No. I was hoping for like a season one ending of that. Uh, that show has multiple seasons too. And you think how many times can a fucking idiot get in these gambling situations? <laughs> <laughs> but damn it, if you don't find a way every time. I think my favorite example of this type of thing is uh, The Long Walk by Stephen King under his pseudonym Richard Bachman. About uh, yeah, yeah. a bunch of kids who enter into a competition where they just have to keep walking. There's a hundred of them. A winner gets um, you know, all the money in the world, whatever. Yeah, everything they ever want. But the thing is, if they drop below four miles an hour or something like that, some rate to get a strike. Ah. And three strikes, they're, they're shot. Dead right there. It's like Speed. It's a good book. Like People Speed, yeah. Yeah. It's a good, good book. 200 pages. Yeah. Recommend. Digestible. And uh, of course, yeah. you know, uh, Running Man, Battle Royale, and Hunger Games. No, there's uh, many like examples. That was just my favorite. Yeah, all these things that share the sort of DNA milieu, milieu, milieu of uh, competition, death competition, basically. Right. I like the ones and that what, are more about, like, uh, that aren't just literally people killing each other, like Battle Royale or, or Hunger Games, that are more, like, cerebral, like you have to figure stuff out. I don't feel like Squid Game reaches the level that I would have hoped, though, in that. I mean, they're playing children's games. That's, like, the premise. But you kind of hope that there's something to it, that it's, like, there's some kind of strategy. And it does get a little bit more to that, a little, a little bit more strategic as it goes on. Never reaches quite the level that I would like. I think like Kaiji and uh, I was about to say that's other, like the whole thing. Like obviously, it's like anime. But the whole thing is like, yeah, they're trying to. I've outthought your outthinking of my outthinking yeah. of your thought. So Squid Game isn't quite that <laughs> complex. Anyway, sorry, John. I was... No, 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 that's okay. Uh, yeah, so Squid Game. I'll probably check out the rest of it. Um, right now, I give it one thumb up. And we'll see where the, the rest lies. It's also just like straight up the most popular Netflix thing ever now. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. yeah, yeah it's, 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 uh, no, I, I I thought that was Seinfeld. I was talking about it earlier. Nah, dude. They surpassed Seinfeld. Actually, they killed Seinfeld. Yeah. Seinfeld was in the games, oh, but shit. all the Seinfeld cast, they didn't survive this, the... Uh, no, they the, didn't survive really like green light. Yeah. <laughs> Jer- Jer- what Jer- about Yellow? Fast. Where's Yellow? And then they got shot. They Crank- got shot right there. Crank- Kramer is out first because he can't stand still. George is out next because, I don't know, whatever, you can go down the list. Everybody was dead. Right, right, right. All right, last but not least, let me get this, the big one out the way. You thought the other ones were big ones? This is the big one. Seinfeld? Game I picked up just last night, and I already have 10 hours in it. Wow. Uh, Inscription. Last of Us 2. Got him. Inscription. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything about the game, so I'll just read the store page description of it. Inscription is an inky black card-based odyssey that blends deck-building roguelite, escape room-style puzzles, and psychological horror into a blood-laced smoothie. Uh, I don't know if I would have described it as that, but yeah, I, I guess that's the pretty much it. Yet, probably. Uh, it, it does have a demo, which is how I got kind of draw. Well, at first I got drawn in because I, I, I seen on the store page. Uh, it's a deck builder, and it's got uh, overwhelming positive reviews. So I, I clicked on the store page. 
Uh, and then I seen it was uh, published by Devolver Digital. You know, I'm always I'm always digging the yeah. We saw do. a trailer for it in like previous Devolver mm-hmm. uh, conferences. Looked cool. Yeah, maybe I seen it subconsciously, but I I did not remember this at all. But anyway, I like I Enter the Gun is one of my favorite games. A bunch of Devolver games. So I was like, all right, they got a free demo. I'll, I'll download it. And I was uh, I don't think the demo blew me away. The demo it got me in the door. But then after playing the demo, then I was blown away. This is uh yeah, this is a pretty a pretty good. And I've I don't know about this year. I've played quite a few deck builders. But I think this one, and obviously I'm still playing it, so everything's new. I think this one might be my uh, my new favorite. Oh, hmm. Nice. It's pretty much, yeah, you, like I said, yeah, it's got, or as the description said, um, you know, there's the roguelite deck building, which is the main part of the game. You're doing that the most. But then there's also this kind of escape room element going on outside of the game. Um, that you're kind of completing as you learn things in the game. Uh, and I don't want to give too much away more than that. I'm still playing it and still unlocking stuff. The game was bigger than I thought it was going to be. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I like you guys. Uh, no offense, Vito. I just told you a secure game. I like you guys besides hey, Vito. But I love, this- I, I love card builders. I love Slay, Slay Spires. That's like true. You, are, you do play board games. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I don't know. Whatever. Try what It's free. Fuck it. Try the demo. Come on Everyone now. try the demo. No, fuck it. I'll buy no, it right no, now. Fuck. I'm going to buy no, it. You're not I'm gonna, buying it. You know I'm going to spend all my money you, on it right no, now. I'm going to buy everybody you, the game. That's another thing. It's only Thanks like, uh, it's less than 20 bucks. And I definitely, like, going into it, I was like, oh, listen, 20 bucks would be a fun little game. I feel like I've already gotten my money's worth. Um... Um, I'm yeah, I'm just really digging. I I, I want to wait to say more until till next week. Do you guys play it, or if you guys play it? It has a nice aesthetic. Well, I'm gonna fucking play yeah, it. Yeah, and it's got a spooky aesthetic for Halloween. So if you're just like that's honestly that's the other thing that drew me in. It was kind of late late night yesterday. I wasn't playing Back for Blood. No, it looks pretty spooky, and I picked it up. Cool. I give it right now. I'm giving it two thumbs way up. Whoa. Yeah, I'm gonna start it right now, just out of spite. All right, good luck. Yeah, I want to check it out. Sounds cool. I recommend everybody does. Look under uh, your seats, Greg. You gifted us all copies of his script. Yes. And that's it, though. That's it for me. All right. Thanks, John. Thanks, everybody. Those were some great discussions. We hit on Back for Blood. We hit on Inscription. Squid Game and Terror Train what? hit on uh, Seinfeld. Why you just Seinfeld? <laughs> okay, but hey, we're not done. It's true. We got we're going to some news, and guys, I got a couple stories on the docket because I'm just gonna read them aloud real fast. Read, Lightning read, 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 read. Guardian of the Galaxy system requirements demand 155 gigabytes of disk space. Wait, sorry, now it's 80 gigabytes. They cut oh, it thank down. Thank God. I was truly, I don't don't think I'm going to, you know, I I think this is blasphemy, I think this is crazy. Unless this this game changes the earth, I don't think I'm going to pick it up. I understand you guys don't have, you guys don't have that much space available. No, I got the space, I just, uh, Marvel's Avengers gave me third degree burns, I just can't get Nobody cares about that game, John. No, they do. Moving on to the next story, lightning round. 
Speaking of Xbox Game Pass, the Xbox Game Pass subscriptions missed Microsoft Target, whereas Microsoft was expecting a 48% growth in subscribers. Last year, Game Pass only saw a 37. I mean, I don't know anything about business. Still seems pretty darn good. Hey, last story for the lightning round. Guess what? Steam banned blockchain games, but don't worry. Epic Games says they're open to them. Um, good riddance. I know. Go to hell. Yeah, I, haven't look, I really haven't looked into that, but sounds skeevy. Blockchain games, so I guess I don't like it for that reason. I don't understand. Is it like a game that you play? So it's, it's like a game like that runs like you do. Like no, you actually do stuff in the game, but like apparently they're like very shallow games that like have. It's basically just a UI where it's making you do work. That work somehow translates into something that feeds into a blockchain so you earn currency at a very, very trickle rate. Yeah, it sounds lame now. I don't mind that level of quality control on Steam. Yeah. Yeah, that's totally fine. But back into the real news, uh, curated mostly by Flask, System Shock live-action television series is in the work. And I ask you all, here's the brave question, who cares? Oh. I'm not sure. Because like even but System Shock people are not going to be like who's excited that's what for I'm this. Saying. What's the audience for this? Is it just like System Shock has kind of a cool idea? Maybe let's try to put it on TV. I, I don't uh, know. Are they doing like a reboot of that game, like a remaster? Yeah, uh, are, one of yeah. the original yeah. game already. Or wait, did it already come out, or it's coming out soon, or something like that? No, no yeah, I don't think it's already come out. We we definitely would heard about it if it came out already. Maybe. Oh, sorry, the original game. Sorry. Yeah. I thought you were talking about the new one. Yeah. Uh, but I've played System Shock 2, and it's a good game, but I would never have in a million years asked for any kind of adaptation of it. There's no it's reason. It's just evil AI on a spaceship, right? I haven't yeah. played the game, but like that, that's the premise of the show, basically. basically. No, like the characters space. aren't, you know, What about anything. a show about nothing? Would you guys watch that? No. <laughs> that sounds boring. I I give it a chance. All right. John gives anything a chance. Lightning round, lightning round. A chance. Lightning round. Well, we're no, we slowed down, Vito. Jesus yeah, Christ. The lightning has ceased. Faster, faster, faster. The past. All right, all right, all right. Secret Invasion. Marvel series has started filming. Uh, listeners, hang on. Flask, I got this. The Secret no. Invasion uh, <laughs> comic series features Nick Fury teaming up with Scroll Talos. Uh, in that case, Sam Jackson and Ben Mendelsohn. Uh, and it fe- features a sh- fact of shape-shifting scrolls who have been infiltrating Earth for years. Of course. So this is a weird one, because, like, it, uh, Secret Invasion, the comic event, is actually... I think I, I, f- think I explained it pretty well. Nah. It's, it's actually one of my favorite uh, comic events of the last, like, couple decades, I would say. It's one of the better ones. Um, but kinda... what... What? Well, said, did they set this up a little bit in uh, what's the movie? I didn't miss Marvel, right? Weren't there well, Captain uh, Marvel has the scrolls, Captain Marvel, in it, so yeah. yeah, a little bit, yeah. I mean, that's why that's like why they're just referring to Ben Mendelsohn's Talos scroll character as just like right. an offhand mention because he's already established. But uh, the thing about the the comic event is that it's like the reason it was successful, or the reason that it was good when it was good, was that they had this whole huge 
Marvel Universe of characters to work with. And the MCU, frankly, does not have that same level of all these characters that you can just like, you're completely immersed in who could possibly, who could be a scroll, who, who, who isn't, you know, um, that's, that's the, the draw of this, uh, this event, the storyline is that like, you, you have no idea how many scrolls have infiltrated who they have become, but there's so many, there's like hundreds of characters to contend with. So you're just completely overwhelmed. Um, and you don't know who to team up with and everything, but with the MCU, it's like, okay, my five friends could be scrolls. Let's let's figure it out, you know. Um, but we'll see because it is it's a it's a neat concept, and uh, I'm I'm interested to see evil scrolls. You know the traditional Fantastic Four villain evil scrolls turn them into fucking cows. Turn uh, them into cows. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not really. Uh... Oh, whatever. I'll watch it. Okay, you know, it's, they make it. I'll watch it. Who am I? Too much kidding now. Come on. Turn the squirrels into cows, John. Hey, comic fans out there! It. I know you guys love this shit. You just eat this shit up, you idiots. <laughs> and you guys are gonna hate this next story. That why the last man TV show was canceled mid first season. Yeah, so like, oh man, you you've read uh, why, right? Why the last? Yeah, I I don't remember a whole lot of specifics, but I read it. Mm-hmm. I really liked it, and I never would have imagined it making a good adaptation or something that I would ever want to see on the screen. Yeah, not really. I've also read the whole thing, but uh, yeah, it it started airing. I didn't even know it was airing already. Like, I saw a trailer for it one time, and I was like, oh, when's that coming out? And then it started airing without my knowledge, and right. uh, there was the not reviews necessarily, but the feedback has been getting the response has been sort of middling. Uh, apparently there's a lot of uh, things about it that are maybe not uh, the really the direction they should have gone or they weren't essentially true to the source material or anything like that. Um, a lot of it, basically it's like, what if why the last man was made in modern day? with modern sensibilities and we had to be very careful <laughs> um oh man so well th- but the reception is not the reason it was canceled by the way it's uh oh yeah I was, uh, that's due what to the contract ending yeah. with whatever they essentially the, the the production of this show in- involves like m- multiple year stops after contracts were s- signed and uh, mm. basically contracts are about to expire and fx chose not to renew them and ever since Disney I have not seen this one. Fox. Well, yeah, it just it just has been. It's like only a few episodes in to the first season. They I mean, like I just haven't even. I don't know. I've never even heard of it. Oh, why the last man? As a yeah. whole, yeah. Oh, why? Why the last man's about this man and his monkey ampersand who wake up and uh, he's the last man on earth, and All he has to find re- on earth find have... reasons why. Yeah, gone away. I do hate when that happens. <laughs> How do you usually deal with it, John? Uh, I kind of just go back to sleep and everything. I was gonna say you just roll out, over, right? Yeah. yeah, wait for it all to blow over. No, absolutely. All right. Uh, next story. Uh, the driver for Warzone's new anti-cheat was leaked instantly to cheat makers, <sighs> giving them a bit of a head start. Essentially means that uh, the the files are out there. Cheaters can 
studying Dakota, whatever. Uh, but was it all according to plan? Probably because, you know, these things happen. I mean, it's not according to plan, but, like, it's not like this is a surprise that this happens. I mean, yeah, it's, it's just, not unexpected. This, this is actually, actually a fairly rote story. I mean, this kind of type of thing happens all the time. It's part of cybersecurity. Your shit gets out there, you study what they do with it, and you make it better. You kill them. The more I read into it, the more I was kind of confused as to why it was even a story. <laughs> like, so I, I, the, I think it's a story because, like, there's a bit of, like, cultural meme hype around the idea of kernel-level dr- drivers. Like, no, mm-hmm. like I, I haven't noticed anything about it with Call of Duty other than people just invoking the term. But, like, you recall Valorant. Uh, that was, like, a big yeah, thing. Was like, that's a good point. Is this safe? But, like, yes. I mean, it is safe. That's just the way the anti-cheese have to be because of how good cheaters are now. But, like, you have so many gaming drivers that are kernel-level, you just don't think about it. Or and I think there's this, like, culture of people wanting to see uh, confident developers like Activision or Treyarch or whatever. I don't know. Who's make, making fucking Warzone? Uh, it wants Whoever. to see them basically fail after they're so confident in their new thing. Like, oh, it's the, you know, <laughs> it's, the, it's yeah. the gleeful devil inside. Greg me. will never be here or never listen to this. I mean, no, will never roll over his grave, roll over his grave for grave for hearing that jesus and his greg the greg of that's where he's actually at. we didn't want to tell you guys that's that's where he's at. i told you i buried him i said it right at the beginning last story of the night can't talk god of war 2018 is coming to pc in 2022 hey you're all gonna play it right any good games i feel like I can't remember the exact trail of information, but this was <laughs> you know? not a surprise at all, right? I feel like this, oh, was, this was part of that uh, Nvidia leak. They're like, I don't know. They even before then, I, I could even before that, I think saying, it was hinted at, yeah, because they. I've been saying was, for uh, months it was coming. Because they've yeah. been they've been slowly releasing shit, and then like hinting and winking that more stuff might be coming. I felt like God of War was the next step for sure. Yeah, I don't think it was ever mentioned officially but there was definitely like hints or rumors that god of war was going to be one of the next ones along with like uncharted which i think has been announced also uh recently was it yeah i believe so yeah 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 Yeah, not i believe so yes (laughs) yeah um yeah and playstation is playing talk about how they're trying to push more of their single player you know big titles to pc so it all yeah there's been a ton of things who here who here has not played that game me i mean i haven't a oh, flask you like that game a lot i've only played the wow, first okay, god fuck of war you. <laughs> uh well i'll tell you this i mean it does help just so you have like the uh, i don't know i guess if you really care about the story you see how much kratos change but this is like a soft reboot and you really don't need to play the other games i did not play oh, any I i've never played a god of war game other than god of war uh, you probably will. I mean, uh, you'll get more out of it if you did, but if you didn't, it's not like you won't understand what's going on. It's fine. I always big, play. big guy, tough, kills gods. I know. I, know. I, I actually wrong, know wrong. I, mean, just... I don't even want to sit here for the next hour and explain <laughs> how wrong you are, so I'm not gonna. But after the pod, please come back so I can. Explain <laughs> the lore of that game to brokencampfire at gmail.com. Tweet us your favorite Kratos sex scene to at brokencampfire. 
Uh, Rate us on iTunes and in your rating, tell us how much you're willing to pay for God of War on PC. Is it five out of five dollars? Thanks. And (laughs) good night, everybody. Is that it? Remember, though, guys, you're talking a flask here, you know, so I'm not going to not play the rest of the God of War games before playing God of War PS4. Yeah, well, I recommend I even played the PSP one, so, you, I mean, you might even have, like, a... Oh, I'll get, I'll get a yeah. God of Leg up on you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're great games. Yes. If you like those, I mean, that beat-em-up style. This one, I mean, you know, the new one's less that style, but... Right. I <laughs> still got it in there. Are we trying to back for blood here soon? Yeah, yeah, I'll back for blood. John, are we really done to... right here? That's that's really it.